Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 31. I think today's topic is going to be pretty interesting uh, because, you know, I don't know about you, but I want to be happy. I want to be happy all the time. I want to be happy today, tomorrow, 20 years from now. That's what life's all about, right? I I think it is. Um, But more often than not, I think we're not that happy, or at least we're not as happy as we could be. And when we're not happy, sometimes what happens is we start to feel sorry for ourselves. We start to kind of have a bit of a pity party. And sometimes, unfortunately, we stay there. We stay in that place and that becomes us. And I think that's such a waste of time. So I was thinking about this. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about why we need to stop feeling sorry for ourselves and why doing that only attracts more negativity into our lives. And, you know, if you ask me, ain't no one got time for that. So I'm excited for today's episode. As always, quick shout out to all the DMs that you all send me on Instagram. I love them. Uh, even all you guys who keep messaging me asking me why I skip leg day, uh, I still appreciate you. So if you want to chat or just want to hang out or get to know me, um, shoot me a DM, follow me on Instagram. It's at case.kenny. So the idea for this episode came from a conversation I was having over drinks with a new friend the other day. And I just met this person and she was familiar with my podcast, but we had never met before. So she didn't really know me. She had listened to a couple episodes of the podcast. And when we met, admitted that she kind of just assumed that I would be the same super peppy, inspirational dude who's on the podcast. And not that I wasn't, you know, that person in meeting her, but there's definitely a difference between sitting down and recording this podcast with all my thoughts lined up and just designed in the first place to motivate and give you new perspective. Um, There's a difference between that and just being normal everyday case, right? They're certainly the same guy, but one is polished, one is um, designed to provide something very specific for you on the podcast. And I definitely love that. You know, she said that, you know, she didn't know if I would be like that in person, giving motivation, really positive, well-spoken and things like that. 
And, you know, I'm not always that way. And she said that was a good quality, uh, which makes sense. I would guess I would kind of be annoying if I was always in kind of inspirational mode, right? That's a bit much. Anyway, the reason I brought that conversation up is because, you know, I'm human. I'm 100% human. You know, I'm just a dude who likes to create and has been fortunate to be able to, you know, build a business around it. But at the same time, you know, a little vulnerability here, you know, I get down on myself all the time. And that's a pretty stark contrast from who I am on the podcast, right? You know, now I will say that I am pretty good at staying positive in life. And what I say in my podcast is definitely true to me. I wouldn't say anything otherwise. But just like everyone else, there's times when I'm not super peppy. I'm not super motivated or optimistic. And that's just life. Sometimes I get down on myself and I start to feel sorry for myself, given whatever is going on in my life at that moment. So I was thinking about this after, you know, our conversation. And then I happened to be on Reddit. Um, kind of shortly after, looking at, a, at a, a thread, someone started asking for people's best life advice. And the first piece of advice was to stop feeling sorry for yourself and to stop victimizing yourself. And I love that because I think it's so true. It's really a, an important piece of advice if you want to live a happy and fulfilling life. We need to stop feeling sorry for ourselves. You know, uh, self-pity, victimization, whatever you want to call it, I think it's only holding you back. But as I say in pretty much every episode, I get it, right? I totally get it. I can relate. I can relate a thousand times. Feeling sorry for yourself, whatever the context or scenario, oddly enough, it kind of feels good sometimes, right? It gives you a reason to do that thing or not do that thing or not experience that thing that is uncomfortable. It can give you a reason to kind of rationalize being insecure or vulnerable. You know, it's comfortable because it's not always easy to be positive and keep your head up when things are, are, are tough and are happening in your life. And I get that. But I think we need to snap out of it. We really do. Um, you know, there's definitely a time and place to feel down. There's no denying that. I'm not going to I'm not going to doubt that. You know, in fact, someone texted me the other day simply asking me to make her make her happy or something like that to, to make her feel better i think it was what it was you know she said just you know and everything was added up in her life and it was just one of those stressful days and i didn't even have to ask for more context than that my answer to that was my opinion i just said you know you'll snap out of it tomorrow you know there's nothing wrong with having a bad day with feeling a bit overwhelmed by the stress in your life i think sometimes the best thing you can do is just to acknowledge it embrace it and wake up new tomorrow you know, that was my advice to her, and I believe it to be really true. You know, in life, when it comes to stress and, you know, things that are going on, you shouldn't ignore it. You shouldn't ignore the pain or the stress or the discomfort, but it shouldn't be the crutch that you lean on um, or a place where you become stuck. And I think that's the difference. You know, I think it's totally, totally fine and cool to say, hey, you know, I'm having a bad day. I'm not in a good mood right now. That's just the way it is. I'm going to be a negative Nancy for a bit. Okay. I think that's fine. But the moment that you start feeling that way for a sustained period and you lean on that and you start feeling sorry for yourself, I think that's a temptation that we really need to learn to avoid. And obviously, quick caveat, I do want to say that, you know, I'm way out of my depth here if we're talking something about something more mentally rooted like depression or anything like that. Um, so I'm not referencing that. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm not qualified to address that. Um, so please, this is within the context of, of something, you know, lighter, more general stress. But within the context of, of making a conscious decision to feel sorry for yourself or do something else, I think I, I can offer some perspective here. You know, and I saw, I saw a quote the other day that simply said, um, it said, I, I don't have time for people who wallow in self-pity. Life's a bitch, so be proactive about happiness or shut up. 
I think that's kind of aggressive. It's a little in your face, a bit harsh, but I also kind of agree, right? We all know that life can suck. That's a given. You know, there's no point in staying fixated on that because it's a fact. You know, in in saying that, I'm kind of addressing something that's a newish trend amongst millennials and Gen Z. That's just kind of the trend to just get down on ourselves and adopt a kind of a self pity mentality. And we need to stop. Why? Because when you start feeling sorry for yourself and you do it so often and it becomes kind of self-pity, you know, whether you realize it or not, you're creating that in your life. When you exude negativity in life, that is what you're attracting. Now, you know, I'm no scientist, but I think they call that the confirmation bias, right? What you think about, what you feel consistently, those things tend to happen and they occupy space in your life. You bring those things, you welcome those things into your life. And I, for one, I don't want negativity in my life. I don't want any more stress. But when you start feeling sorry for yourself and you do it so often and you use that as kind of a foundation for the things you do or the things you don't do, I think you're only inviting more of that very thing into your life. And even if you're down and you're feeling sad right now, you know, trust me in, in knowing that it might feel fine right now, but you're meant to do great things and you don't want that negativity in your future. You need to shake it loose. You know, so you, you might be asking, so what, you know, what should you do when you start feeling this way? Um, You know, first, I mean, I will say it is very on trend these days to act this way. I mean, if you take a look at Instagram alone, I spent a lot of time there. All the memes that are there that are just related to growing up and being an adult, they're all very, very cynical. And they kind of adopt this self-pity mentality. You know, memes, they're funny. Don't get me wrong. Memes talking about, you know, not getting invited out by friends, not being where you thought you'd be in life by the time you were 25 or 35, not having a spouse. You know, those ones that were like, it's been 268 days since sex, you know, like all those ones, right? And they just perpetuate this idea that feeling sorry for yourself is, is cool, which is weird. I don't think it's cool. You know, so I wrote down a couple of quick points here that I, can, I, I think can help you kind of snap out of this. If you find yourself feeling sorry for yourself or, you know, falling into that trend, I think these might help. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread 
Their bread options have 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 0 grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. The first one is, um, and I think it's important, is to realize something. And I start a lot of these <laughs> points like this. You know, I think that while being negative and having a bit of self-pity is, is tempting and completely normal, it's really the direct opposite of how I think we should endeavor to live life. I think in an ideal world, we should strive to just love and absolutely appreciate the shit out of everything. <laughs> I really do. Pardon the language. You know, I know that sounds kind of hokey. and Of course, it isn't always practical, but I think that should be the goal. That should be the foundation for the way we live. You know, we should live to just be enthusiastic about everything in life. You know, I've said it many times before, but with this attitude, you'll approach everything in life as an opportunity, you know, opportunities to grow and to learn and to just become whole. You know, that's how you get the most out of life. That's how you learn about yourself, about others, about what you want, about what you don't want, everything. You don't become whole by feeling sorry for yourself. You just really don't. And even just like by saying that right now out loud, I feel better. You know, I've got a lot going on in my life right now, just like everyone else. And just saying that out loud and realizing that is really freeing. I think it's the most freeing thing in the world. And this mentality is really important. And I think it's really important to, to realize that in life, good things really only happen when you allow them to. You only level up in life when you allow yourself to. You only become happy and fulfilled when you allow yourself to. You know, so, you know, I think you should kind of just tell that you're, your self-pity to kind of F off and embrace the experience. And again, like I said, I'm not deluded into thinking this is easy. This certainly isn't easy. And I admit that I, I attend the self-pity party all the time. But the key is I don't get stuck there. You know, kind of just like a regular party, I show up, I do the rounds, and then then I ghost, right? I Irish exit. You know, so, so make a promise to yourself that it's okay to feel sorry for yourself for a bit. That's not a problem. But that you'll do everything in your power to not get stuck there. So that was my first point, and I, I obviously think it's important to realize. And, you know, my second point is this, and it kind of builds off of this idea of, of giving yourself permission. You know, you, again, you don't become happy or successful or fulfilled or anything just by sitting around and waiting for it to happen. But that's literally exactly what you're doing when you're feeling sorry for yourself. You're putting yourself in a passive position. So what should you do? Uh, you know, I think I'm pretty good at snapping out of funks and realizing certain truths that kind of really amp me up. You know, I get amped up, I get hyped, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, I get energized. I realize certain things that just get me moving and out of my own head. You know, so, so here's a couple of things that I've realized that really jazz me up and help, you know, get me out of my own kind of my own pity party. You know, I, I'm a big proponent of just accepting what has happened in life and moving on. Um, I think that's personally what enables me um, to, you know, to kind of just be positive and enthusiastic about, about life when, you know, compared to others who kind of dwell on the past. You know, so I'd really encourage you to just accept 
whatever it is that's happened in your life, whatever you've done, whatever you haven't done, and just realize that there's there's literally no point in dwelling on those things. You know, you should let them be so you could focus um, on these next couple of points, um, which is you, you need to have some tough love on yourself. Personally, maybe everyone isn't the same, but I'm really motivated by tough love. I'm motivated by realizations that come from tough love. So I think you need to dish some of that up for yourself if you can. You need to push yourself. You know, so in that respect, when I'm feeling down and pitying myself, I tend to say to myself, you know, you know what case, you know, that thing or those things you're dwelling on, what does it mean? What do they mean? You know, it means that you're missing something or that you think something isn't good enough in your life. And you know what? You know, you deserve that thing. You deserve better. You do. And that's the kind of dialogue that's in my head. And although it sounds pretty simple and kind of a bit of a pat on the back type thing, it amps me up. You know, I really, I, I really do think that I deserve all the things I want in my life. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And if I don't have them, it's not because I will never have them. It just means I don't have them right now. But I'm going to do something about it. I can fix that. And the best way to do that is to realize that you need to do something about it. Do something about it. Do something right now that will surprise yourself. You know, you know yourself better than anyone else. So you know what that might be. But when you're feeling down on yourself and sorry for yourself, you need to, you need to literally shock your system, kind of like a, an ice bath or a cold shower that shocks you. You need to do that. You need to get yourself out of that funk as fast as possible so you don't stay there. You know, force yourself to get out of you know, wherever you are, even if that's physically, to do something that you wouldn't normally do. You know, that really works for me and helps me, you know, really realize that I have the power to move forward. I also have the power to stay exactly where I am, but I don't want that. And, you know, neither do you. I wouldn't think you do. And I know that because I've come to really, really believe in myself. I really have. If you listen to past episodes, I talk about confidence and self-worth a lot. And the net result of that is I believe in myself. I've come to believe in myself for a lot of different reasons. But relative to what we're talking about here, you know, feeling sorry for yourself, I've come to realize that feeling sorry for yourself is just a reflection of your own insecurity. And that might sound a little harsh, but I think it's kind of true. You know, you stay stuck in your own head and your own self-pity because you're unsure of what you want. You're unsure of your ability to get it or where you want or where you want to go. A lot of different things. It's normal. Of course, it's normal to feel insecure. But again, back to the theme of the episode, when you stay stuck there, you're literally preventing yourself from getting the most out of life. And I've realized that. I've embraced that realization. You know, I've embraced the meaning behind Henry David Thoreau's famous saying where he says, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Live the life you've always imagined. You know, when he said that, he definitely wasn't talking about moping around and feeling sorry for yourself. No, he obviously said that to encourage us to give ourselves some tough love, to snap out of it and realize that we possess, you know, the ability to do more. You know, I think... Life's a funny thing, right? I was I was writing the outline for this episode that I'm recording right now. Uh, it's a Sunday. And I got a DM from a friend who said, you know, I might like something. It was a quote, really simply, that said, above all, remember this. This is a moment in time. And a moment is all it takes to change everything, to change your thoughts, change yourself, change your world, and perhaps even the entire world. I freaking love that. I really do. I think it's really applicable here, right? The timing was really funny with that, um, that DM. You know, every moment you stay stuck in your in your head, in your self-pity party, is a moment that you're stealing from an opportunity to change. You know, it's a moment where you could change yourself. It's a moment where you could have massive impact in the world, you know? Not taking advantage of those moments seems so silly to me. It seems like such a waste of opportunity and potential. 
and time. Uh, time is our most valuable asset. We don't have a whole lot of that. So I think we need to stop. And obviously that sounds simple, but sometimes in life I've found that the most simple realizations can have the most profound impacts. They really can. You know, sometimes all it takes is just a splash of new perspective. And in this case, you know, I hope that hearing me kind of ramble about this might make you realize that just because, you know, meme culture and Instagram tends to make feeling sorry for yourself seem trendy, that you don't have to do that. That you can be just obsessively happy and enthusiastic and grateful for every moment you've been granted in this life. You know, you could be that person. Why not? You can choose to love everything, to embrace the bad times in your life, you know, to be sad for a bit. There's nothing wrong with that. But you can also choose to be resilient and come out stronger and just willing and even enthusiastic to endure more discomfort in your life. Because that kind of person, those kind of people, you know, who do amazing things with their life, you know, that's the result of that realization. That's the result of just living a happy and fulfilled life because you're not dwelling on those things. And I don't know about you, but I want that for myself, right? So I really force myself to adopt these realizations as often as I can if I'm feeling stressed or overwhelmed. So I'm going to stop there, nice and short and sweet. Um, you know, I will, I will leave you with one last thought, though. Um, and it's a quote from Instagram, shocker. Uh, but unlike some of the things that I just referenced about Instagram that I don't like, I think this one is awesome. And it really, really, really reinforces what I just talked about. It's a quote from an author, R.M. Drake. Um, it says the following, and think about this quote as I read it in the context of feeling sorry for yourself. The quote is, don't feel discouraged. It takes years to find your own voice, to realize your worth, and to know what you deserve. It takes years of pain, disappointment, and struggle to understand how important you are. It takes years, and many of them, to live and to do so outrageously. So, face the world bravely and carry the love you have within your heart with no fear, and don't forget to dance, don't forget to smile, don't forget to laugh, because it is the little things in life that make it worthwhile. And I love that. It kind of puts a goofy grin on my face as I read it. Um, so I will leave you with that. And just remember that life is a process. You know, it's a process that can suck at times. You know, and we should embrace those times and realize that those times are what make you whole. You know, don't forget to enjoy the process because it's the process that will make you ultimately the most happy and fulfilled person you can be. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. That's it. You know, I hope you have a great week. As always, quick plug, if you are listening right now and you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, if you could leave a quick five-star um, review, rating and review, and then a one to two sentence review, uh, that would be amazing. Uh, it helps the show grow and I would really appreciate it. So until next episode, I'm out. had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up 
He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Set your mind free with a free plan from Fidelity. Start by organizing your plan around what matters most to you. As you go, you'll be able to see your full financial picture, which covers spending, saving, debt, and goals in one simple view. Get started by visiting fidelity.com slash free plan. Expenses charged by your investments and other costs and fees associated with trading or transacting in your account apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC.